Prophet Shepherd Bushiri Major One. And greetings from your mother, Prophetess Mary Bushiri. Once again, through the nation of pastor, Apostle Nelson, and all the resident pastors from different church branches here present, and all the Levites, and government officials here present, chiefs, sons and daughters of major one and those of you watching us wherever you're watching us from welcome to the arena of his presence we have a mandate our gathering today is not ordinary it's a very powerful and spiritual gathering and it has a very great essence in the presence of the lord and i want you to know that you are not going to descend this mountain with nothing something that is beyond ordinary will happen to you in the name of jesus and at this very minute i want you for a moment just to forget each and every problem that you've had and every situation that you've gone through i want your eyes and your ears to intently focus on what god is about to say because there is something that is about to take place immediately even after our service today and that must happen and you you are going to see it and we are going to experience it and that is the reason why Major One is right here in Zimbabwe today, 
standing on this altar represented by the senior prophet in the name of Jesus and everyone else that is here we are going together experience the goodness of the Lord in the manner that we have never seen it before and not only that the country of Zimbabwe is about to experience another wave of revival that has never been there before and I want to say it again I want each of you to understand ladies and gentlemen there is a breakout of a revival there's a breakout of a move of God that has never been seen ever before in the country of Zimbabwe signs and tunnels of nature one get ready for the move of God in the name of Jesus and as I share with you with the Word of God in no time by the grace of God and God willing I will be answering you into the presence of the major prophet the prophet of our generation I would want you to hear the voice of your father major one and I would want you to hear the declarations and the word of blessing from your spiritual parents the general overseer major one is very okay I for one I have never seen a man of God that carries and harbors a great calling of the prophetic in our dispensation and if you have never seen the move of God and you have never witnessed what God can do relax it's never too late it's never too late it's never too late your name is to be alone
of your name and we submit to the government of your holy name and we declare the Lord even as we go into another section of the sharing of your word may we with our eyes see the devil falling like a lightning father may you throw your words everywhere and prove yourself to the devil that you are the master oh yes in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Luke chapter number 2. Luke chapter number 2. Our reading is from, from verse number 41. Luke chapter number 2. And I'll share with you from verse number 41. Every year. Every year. His parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. When he was 12 years of old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. And after the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. 
but they were and but they were unaware of it thinking he was in their company they traveled for a day then they began looking for him amongst their relatives and friends when they did not find him they went back to Jerusalem to look for him and after three days they found him in the temple courts sitting among the teachers listening to them and asking them questions everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers when his parents saw him they were so astonished his mother said to him son why have you treated us like this your father and i have been anxiously searching for you why were you searching for me jesus asked did you know didn't you know that i had to be in my father's house but they did not understand what he was saying to them then he went down to nazareth with them and was obedient to them but his mother treasured all these things in her heart may god bless the reading of his word let's finish the verse number 52 the last one and jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in the favor with god and with man may god bless the reading of his word ladies and gentlemen and brothers and sisters in the lord i want to say it is not a, a strange story to each one of us sitting here and those of you watching wherever you watch me from you have been hearing this message or these writings maybe from whence you are very young in sunday school but brothers and sisters listen to me there is something about this message that where you are sitting there at the end of this session as you be disembarking from this holy mountain wonders of eternity will start happening in your life i receive there are people that have seen you coming in and they know your story but believe you me after this session they will never recognize you again i receive i said they will never recognize you again i receive i stand here as associate of major to tell you they will never recognize you in the name of jesus i receive something amazing will take place in your life i receive in jesus name. say yes 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 listen to me listen gentlemen very surprisingly one day the mother of jesus and the father of jesus took baby jesus at the age of 12 and they went by custom to jerusalem to praise god there and to do ceremonial activities because they were celebrating passover celebrations and at this level church jesus was at the age of 12. can i hear someone say 12. he was 12 years of age i want you to picture a young boy at the age of 12. he goes with the mother and the father relatives and friends to jerusalem all the way from nazareth and i beg your pardon i want to show you the distance between nazareth 
where they were living in Jerusalem was almost 164 kilometers. 164 kilometers to 170 kilometers they are about from where they were. And back in the days, there were no cars. They were using either donkeys or horses or they were actually just walking. And if you have to move to walk from Nazareth to Jerusalem, it was taking almost five days. A five days walking journey because it was very far at that particular time. And not only that, brothers and sisters, by that particular time, Israel had, us, had also surrounded by the artificial forest. And it had a lot of wild animals. So you are not permitted to walk alone. You are only permitted to go in groups in a large number. 15, 20, 25 groups of people going together in masses. One day Jesus took the mother of Jesus took the baby Jesus or the boy Jesus at the age of 12 and his father together with other relatives and neighbors and friends. Ladies and gentlemen, they embarked on a five-day journey to Jerusalem to attend a Passover celebration. The way each one of you here, you have come to attend this powerful session. Some of you have come from very far countries and you're here. Some of you from both far cities and you're here to attend this conference in the presence of the Lord. This is exactly what happened on that particular day. So Jesus was at the age of 12. And he went with the father and the mother and the entire generation that accompanied them. Listen to me, child of God, as was sitting there. After the ceremonies were over, on their way back home, the Bible says, Jesus remained behind the mother and the father did not realize that their boy Jesus has remained behind very shocking brothers and sisters very very shocking because you were not supposed to leave your son at the age of 12 behind and I want to show you this family and friends listen to me at the age of 13 years of age, when you are 13 years, you are considered an adult in Jerusalem. You are considered an adult in Israel. You are considered a matured man in Israel. So in, in the culture of the day, when you are 13 years of age, it means you have matured up to age and you can attend ceremonies and you can participate in the temple and you can walk alone at the age of 13. At the age of 12 and below, a mother is not supposed to leave behind his son or his daughter or her daughter at the age of 12 below. So that was already a mistake to the mother and the father that they left Jesus at the age of 12, not 13 years. And brothers and sisters, the most shocking thing I want to share with you is the mother did not know that Jesus is not with them. The father did not realize that Jesus is not with them. And Jesus remained behind. Mom and dad began to walk a journey 
without Jesus. And they went as far as Nazareth. After reaching there, they only realized that Jesus is not with them. I want to pause and speak to someone under the sound of my voice here. Brother, listen to me. At the end of all what we are doing in this arena today, and what we are doing in the church today, you have to understand that the age of man is coming to, to an end. The age of a man is coming to closure. This age that you and me are in is about to be summarized. Very soon, all of us here will not gather here again. Because this age is about to close. No wonder I want to, to ascertain you and tell you brothers and sisters right now. If you are born again and you don't have a Bible of your own, you never bought a Bible and you don't have a manual book, a Bible, a physical book of your own, very soon you will not be founding Bibles in shops. And they are about to remove and to block every pastor, every bishop, every prophet that is spreading the gospel on social media. That is to tell you, in no time from now, the age of man is about to close. And the opportunity to sit in church and hear the word is about to come to an end. Whether you are a government official, listen to me. Whether you are married or you are not married. Whether you are rich or you are poor. You are sick or you are not sick. Listen to me, child of God. The age of man is about to come to an end. And if you have not yet prepared yourself, it is very, very unfortunate. A time is coming, sir. You will not have a Bible. You will go on internet and Google Genesis. You will not find Genesis there. You will Google and find Mark. You will not find the book of Mark there. We are going back to the days of the old. Where the Bible became very scarce. Like in the days of Samuel. The Bible says and the voice of God was very clear. Now I want you to know after singing. After praising. After laying hands on you. After hearing you. After prophesying to you. What is it that you are going to carry after this message? After this arena? After this conference? What is it that you are taking home? The mother of Jesus and the father of Jesus, they left the Savior behind and they kept walking a journey alone. As I'm speaking to you right now, you are sitting there. You are walking this journey not knowing that Jesus has left you. Jesus left you long time ago. Jesus disconnected from you. Or you disconnected from him long time ago. You are living by experience. You are just but a church goer. Let him tell something, sir. Time is fast running out. Very, very soon. We are about to hear a trumpet. A trumpet that will make the whole world upside and down. And things will change. 
things will definitely change. If you're watching me, if you're watching me from, I don't know where you have left him. Where Jesus, you have dropped him and where you have left him. Imagine the mother was walking a long distance, not knowing that Jesus is behind. The father is walking a long distance, not knowing Jesus is not there. They had no sense of conscience to check where is our son, where is Jesus. And the Bible says they were unaware that Jesus is not with them. It is very possible to be a preacher and yet the Messiah has left you. It is very possible to be in church yet Jesus has left you. It's very possible to dress very nice yet Jesus Christ has left you. But I've come to introduce you brothers and sisters Jesus is still available right now. And you can find him, you can get him, and he can save you. When the mother realized that Jesus is not with them, when the father realized that Jesus is not with them, they said, let's begin to search for him. Brothers and sisters, watch this. Number one, they went to search for him to the relatives and they did not find him there. They went to neighbors. They never found find him there. They went to colleagues and friends. They did not find him there. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, there is one place Jesus Christ was found, and there is one place he is found. When they never found him there, the mother said, let's go back to the temple and see if we can find him there. They rushed back to the house of the Lord. When they reached the house of God, they found Jesus. He was in the house of the Lord. David said, one thing I have desired of the Lord and that which I seek is that I may dwell, I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. All the days of my life. So family and friends, listen to me. Jesus is readily available in the house. As I'm speaking to you right now, Jesus, he is here. And he's very available for you. Very available for you. That is the reason why this conference has been organized. That maybe you're watching me and maybe you're sitting under the sound of my voice. Jesus left you and you're not aware. How do you know? What are the indicators? That Jesus has left you. Number one, prayerlessness. Prayerlessness. You lose your prayer life. If your prayer life has gone down, it is a serious indicator that you, are, you have been disconnected from eternity. You have lost the son. He's no longer with you. If you used to be a very prayerful woman and the zeal and the energy of your prayer has gone down, that is an indicator that you have left him behind. Jesus is in the temple and you have been separated from him. An indicator number two is when you are word life, the word of God in you, the content of the word, the desire of the word has gone down. When you no longer desire to hear the word of God, when you don't desire to receive the message of the gospel, when that thing has gone out of you, it is an indicator 
that Jesus Christ has left you or you have left him behind. And indicator number three is when you, you give abnormal excuses to go to church. When you, have, you give a lot of excuses of going to the house of God. I am busy, I am occupied. I've gone to the funeral, I've gone to the market, I've gone to the wedding. A lot of ex excuses. It is an indicator that something very wrong is happening with your life. Today, as I'm standing here, there is an opportunity that your eyes can see Jesus again. There is a bigger opportunity that your ears can hear him again and you can get him back. A very powerful opportunity. So these are major three indicators. If your fellowship amongst brethren is going down, it is an indicator that something very wrong is taking place in your heart. Or something very wrong has taken place in your heart, in your life. Number two, when your word life, the desire and the hunger for the word of God has departed from you, it is an indicator that Jesus Christ has left you. And then another one is when your prayer life has gone down then you just know that you are heading to destruction. Then Jesus Christ is not with you. Now, brothers and sisters in the world, listen to me. What are you supposed to do? Go back to the temple. And now you are in the temple right now. Begin to talk to Jesus and begin to hear his voice the way I'm talking to you, the way you are listening to the sound of my voice. But I have come to give you a warning as a prophet of God. There are many messages I was going to give you on, on this particular day. But the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, My people, they are walking alone. I am not with them. My children are walking alone and I am not with them. So what is more good, brothers and sisters? Receiving all the miraculous. And at the end of the day, you lose the salvation of your own soul. Whilst they were searching for Jesus... It was the mother Mary that discovered him. Was you standing there, listen to me. Mother Mary is the one that found Jesus first before the father. Son, where have you been? We have been searching and looking for you. Jesus answered and said, Mom, didn't you know that I, was, I am supposed to be in the house? Of my father don't you know that I am supposed to be in the house of my father that is an indicator when Jesus is in you you will always remain in church you will always give value to the things of God and you always remain connected to the matters of eternity I might be talking to you and you are there, listen to me. When this conference is over and you're exiting the doors of the arena and we say shalom on television right now, if you exit this service without Christ in your heart, it is very unfortunate. You may never know the days that you have and how many days you are still remaining on earth to live. It might be that I came here and I'm standing on the altar of Major One to just alert you that your days are numbered. You need to be in Christ. For no one amongst us here will live on the earth eternally. 
the ground at which you are stepping on, it is a concluder and the reveler of men. Thousands of men have gone to the grave right now. Some of your relatives that are dead, if they had come to contact with this message of the gospel, maybe they would have lived, not died. But the Lord has given you an opportunity that you can get Jesus again and you can find him again. Let me believe that you came from home. You came to the temple in the search of his presence. And I want to pray for you right now that Jesus Christ will be made available to each one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Very, very important. I was telling the pastors yesterday, my, my personal confession. I said, this is my confession as prophet Justice Harrow, the associate prophet of Major One. That I want, I don't want to live on earth when my assignment is over. I don't want to live even a single day added. When my assignment is done, whether it will be finished whilst I'll be in the air, I want God to take me whilst I'm in the air. Whilst I'll be on the road, I want God to take me whilst I'm on the road. As long as I am done my assignment, I want to be taken. Life on earth is cut catastrophic than where we are heading to. There is a highest level of glory where we are going. You have not seen eternity yet, brothers and sisters. If you can only be given one minute to zoom into eternity and to see life in, in eternal glory, you will not allow to come, you will not love to come back to this earthly realm. Heaven is very beautiful. You, are, you can never miss, you can never love to, to move away from there even a single minute. And I told God, when my assignment is over, the only death I don't want to die, and the only death I will never die is when my time is not yet come. But when my assignment is over, I don't want to live on this earth. I want to run out of this planet and go to that land of milk and honey, to that city that is not built by human hands, to that city which architect, his architect is Christ himself. The city that Abraham looked at and said, I long to be there. That is a place of our, where we, want, we are supposed to go. And that is the whole essence of the gospel message we preach. The age of a man is about to close. Men are fighting God right now. If you go to other countries right now, they are burning Bibles. When you go at the airport, you are entering airport. Imagine church at the airport. You are, if your bag, in your bag, there is a Bible. They are telling you, throw your Bible there right now. Throw your Bible there. You will go in with novels, books. But if it's a Bible, they'll take the Bible out. And that has already started to happen right now as I'm talking to you right now. And you're standing there and you're sitting there and you're watching me there. And you think Jesus Christ will not come. Are you sure? And you have left him behind. You have just left him behind. My prayer for you is today, I want to pray for all of us and to, for all of you under the sound of my voice. And those of you watching on Prophetic Channel, on YouTube, and on Facebook, 
on major one connect and wherever you watch us from. Life without Christ is a crisis. You are going to go to hell if you're not saved. It's very unfortunate to have people coming to church and exiting the doors thinking they will live eternally on earth. Like, are you, are you, are you, are you okay? The number two, one thing that dies, the organ, the human organ that dies, that surrenders when you're about to die, are your legs. Biologically, when a man is dying on a sick bed, your legs die first. The reason is you must not run and meet a pastor and get prayed for. The number two organ that is arrested, it is your mouth. When you're on the sick bed, about to die, your mouth is arrested. You cannot open your mouth. Your teeth, are, you can't utter words. The reason is you should not confess because salvation is when you confess with your mouth the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So the enemy will always arrest your tongue and you don't talk. Number three organ that dies on a human anatomy is your ears. Your ears get deaf. You can no longer hear the preaching of the word of God that can convict your heart to salvation. Right now you have, a, you, you have good legs, you can come. You can even walk to the altar. You can hear the voice of God as I'm preaching. Your ears can hear, your eyes can see. Why don't you make up a mind? And someone says, I already received him to be the Lord and personal savior. Check your walk with him. Don't you see that your prayer life went down? Don't you see that your seed for the Lord is destroyed? Don't you see that your connectivity with the fellowship among brethren is altered? And you're happy? You go to hell. You go to hell. And God doesn't want you to go to hell. And that is why this conference has been organized by Major One. And he has sent Prophet Hannah to be here. So that you can hear this voice of God and you can be saved. I will pray for you. Let him who has an ear hear what the Lord has spoken. A prophet of God is a trumpet of warning. I have warned my generation. I have warned you, Zimbabwe. I have warned you, pastor. I have warned you, steward. I have warned you, child of God. It's up to you to harden your heart. But the Bible says, as you hear the voice of God, do not harden your heart. Because this is a day of your salvation. That says the Lord. Lift up your hands towards the heavens. Lift up your two hands above your head. Father, I have spoken as you sent me. And this word of God shall save as a sign that you stood in front of them all and you gave them a second chance. And now this is my cry. You gave Samson a second chance. His hair grew again. You gave Apostle Peter a second chance. Even after denying you three times, you restored him back. This is my prayer and our prayer today as we lift up our hands. 
receive us again. In the name of Jesus. Can I hear a powerful amen? 